Hi, I'm Caden, here with my brother, Cal, and you're listening to Eating W's. Yeah, yeah, eat the W. Fucking Jameis Winston. God. That's a W. That's E1. That's E1. That's a W. So on today's episode of Eating W's, the NFL season is actually finally here. We've been saying it's finally here for the past yeah. three weeks, but now it actually is. Somehow so. they did not quite get the memo up north to Green Bay. I don't know what that deal Green was Bay, about, but... Uh, Green Bay did truly think there was still a fourth preseason game. They were confused mm-hmm. about the whole three preseason games. I guess all that work the Saints put in to finding out like which would be the worst possible scenario for the Packers, because now they had to go to a different stadium, I guess it paid off. Although there were a ton of Packer fans there. That theory totally failed on them. Was there really? Yeah. At Jacksonville? Yeah. Yeah, that's not surprising, but... Something they did in that research paid off because, mm-hmm. wow, that was a slacking, good lord. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Not that bad. Not that I didn't think the Saints would win, but yeah, I didn't think that my team it would be so bad. unprepared. Jameis, to put a little bit of retrospect into it, Jameis had 20 passing attempts and five touchdowns, meaning he threw a touchdown every four attempts. Mm -hmm. Not completions, attempts. And he's the first quarterback to have five passing touchdowns and less than 150 yards. Passing yards. It was a crazy game. I think Jordan Love, A.J. Dillon, and well, Devontae Adams was out. But Jordan Love and AJ, did, AJ Dillon the took the whole fourth quarter, and uh, and that's it. So it isn't like like Green Bay played terribly bad in the first half. We had twelve total plays in the first half. The Saints just kept the ball away from us. That's how you beat Rodgers, which I mean is really how you beat any great quarterback. Keep the ball out of their hands, which is really crazy because that's something that Jameis has literally never <laughs> been able to do. Well, he can that's see been, now. That's been his only knock on him is that he just throws the ball away well you know i mean it's just like it's just like his trainer told him to be prepared and you know when his trainer said did his trainer tell him what did his trainer say i think his trainer just told him to be prepared if you haven't watched (laughs) if you haven't watched any Jameis winston interviews please do so because it is one of the most amazing things you'll ever see Jameis winston is hilarious it's so hard to be upset about this loss because he is really funny i I like funny people. He's funny. If, I don't know if he means to be funny, if he knows he's being funny, but he's funny. Like It's going to be so bittersweet if uh, the Saints beat the Vikings because I'm going to be right with you. I hate Sean Payton with a passion ever since the headhunting thing, but I have loved Jameis Winston ever since 2015, so it's, it's going to be hard to decide which way is good and bad. The whole thing he did in college with, I don't know, whatever happened with the girl and... And stealing the shellfish from the, the grocery the, store. The crab is, legs. Yeah, or crab legs. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> which I, I don't know what that was all about. But Who knows? You I, can never even tell It, it seems like it's just like looking at him, it's like you don't realize what you're doing. Like, I actually, I saw something recently. He just seems like that dumb kid. I know? just saw like a passing by article on like Twitter or maybe when I looked Jameis up or something the other day, I saw something about it, but he said the crab legs were given to him, not stolen. So I didn't even read the article, but I, just, I thought like, that oh, was I'm, funny. I'm sorry, mister. You know, I'm just trying to be prepared. <laughs> I'm just <trying> to be <laughs> prepare these crab legs. Just, just like the guy who gave me the crab legs he told just, me. What did he, did he tell, tell me? me? <laughs> he told me to be prepared. He told me to be prepared for stealing them. 
<laughs> okay. Well, now that now that we're over confessing oh, our love for Jameis Winston, so to or to celebrate the start of the season, I don't know whatever you want to say. I've been doing a bunch today at school and stuff. So commemorate. I'm, in, I'm mentally fried, so it's gonna I, be. I think a, the word you're looking for is commemorate. It's gonna be a rough seat episode. See, there yeah, I already said so. season. Get ready for a bunch of stutters in yeah. this season. <laughs> rough season for the Vikes already, huh? <laughs> That's for sure. The Vikings did not have a good game. The whole they NFC North many forgot that there was... The Vikings are actually number one in the NFC North right now because our point differential was is only, only three. three. Compared, Packers are last. Then, if you're going then by that. Lions are second and Bears are third. So, Damn it. Wow. What? Look at the NFC. That is crazy, man. Who would have thought that would be the start? Well, I mean, first what, the Vikings leading the North? Vikings, Lions, Bears, Packers. Wow! After one week, I thought I saw that as a possibility. I guess maybe not in this way though. The amount of tweets I saw that were like, <coughs> "Sorry, oh jeez, yeah, there we go." I almost coughed and threw up right there. That was weird. It's been a rough episode. Jeez, I'm not starting off too hot. Okay, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, all the tweets I saw that are like. NFC North all 0 and 1, NFC uh, West, West the two all West 1 divisions. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's week one. It's week one. It's week so one dumb. is the last week or the that you can just take a game with a grain of salt. Yeah, like yeah, we lost to the Bengals, but the Bengals are an AFC opponent in week one. Like mm-hmm. that game might as well have just been a preseason game because I mean that's what I mean. Now each game will have a little bit more meaning. Yeah, and the way I see it, you you break the season down into four quarters, and if you can just have a winning record with each quarter, you have a good chance at the playoffs. That's all you need. Yeah. Four games, four games, four games, and now five games. Yeah. So now, but the even, last one's probably yeah. The most that fourth quarter so, now it's yeah. five games where you could be three and two, four and you know. So yeah. So I mean, that's all I'm looking for right now. Zero and one, not that bad. But if in three to four weeks we still haven't won. Might start hitting the panic button. Might open up that case on that. Be like, eh. <laughs> The red button. Yeah. The Vikings are... I'm kind of in the same scenario with them. If we... We have a really tough schedule coming up. So there's a pretty damn good possibility that... Other than the Lions that are in our schedule before our bye week. That we go into our bye week like... One and five. Maybe two and four. So maybe once we get there, two and four, one and five, going into that week seven bye, I'll start getting a little nervous. But right now, I just don't care. We played super sloppy, but it's so many things we could fix. We had double-digit penalties for triple-digit yards. I mean, that's just something that you can fix. We had three or four holdings, at least three or four foul starts. Like, it's just all stuff you can fix. It's a whole new unit. There's so many new pieces a whole new offense it's just gonna take a lot to start so we'll just have to see how it goes i don't think that it's any time to panic like you said for any team in the nfl one jesus you know the jaguars won their first game last year yeah and then went one in 15 yes that's because which is ironic because got hurt so now the other way around here so houston beat jacksonville and we thought houston would be winless I might be wrong here, but didn't Jacksonville beat Houston I'm last not sure year? On that. I'm not to sure. To start their one in fifteen season, 
I'm not sure who they beat. I, I knew they won their first game. But I now I could see Houston going one and fifteen, and I just think that would be ironic if they literally just oh. traded off victory. Okay, that that of makes one and fifteen teams. Houston going one and fifteen makes more sense. I thought you were going where Jacksonville's going to be sixteen and one, and I was like. Oh, no, I was no, like, no, let's no, calm no, down no, a no. little bit. No, I, I mean, think just that's... the fact that they played each other and each other's win. I off, think or they they won their one game off of each other for their terrible losing season. Yeah, I see what you're but saying. But I might be wrong. I can't remember who Jacksonville opened up against last year. I think it's more likely that Urban Meyer becomes a USC head coach before the Jags go 16 1. <laughs> He's going to so pull a Nick Saban and leave the Dolphins. Maybe and they'll come back next year and be like, hey. <laughs> or what what team's he coach? The Jaguars. Saban left the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to pull a Saban and leave the Jaguars I wouldn't for USC. Even, I wouldn't even be surprised, dude. He should it's be. almost similar, the, the news conferences, because immediately they asked. Well, yeah, of course they did. And he was like, I'm not here to talk. You know, I'm with the Jaguars. I, I'm not taking the USC job. And then they showed, like, Nick Saban's, like, interview at the Dolphins. And he's like, I'm with the Dolphins. I'm focused on being in Miami. Yeah. I'm not leaving for the Alabama job. And then Six minutes later, left. he was in Alabama. He was <laughs> yeah, in Mobile. Real, so, dude. you know, I mean. <laughs> Actually, the front runner for the USC head coaching job that just opened up, a lot of people are saying, is Eric Bieniemy. I, I read Chiefs that. defensive coordinator? Or offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator? Mm-hmm. Okay, I wasn't sure. He, he said that the USC job is the only college job he would consider. And, and I'm up. not sure why, because I think he went to Colorado. He's, sure. he's from From Southern South California? Beach, yeah. be, I, that makes sense. I was wondering if it was something like that. Yep. Because I'm, sure, like I'm pretty sure he went to Colorado, though, and coached and played there. But Yeah. He's got the, if you're from, he's got the hometown If you're from L.A., yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, there was a quick rundown of our two teams. Now... Like I was trying to say earlier before I had a complete stutter fest <laughs> to commemorate the start there of the go. NFL season. We are actually, Cal and I are each giving our predictions for each week. We're going to give our predictions for the whole slate of games, however many it is. Of course, now at the start of the season, it's 16 because mm-hmm. there's 32 teams. And then that changes depending on bye week. Mm-hmm. But we're going to give all of our predictions for the whole slate of games each week and then keep the points tallied up throughout the season and yeah, kind of go head-to-head, head, head, have a little bit of pick fun em, competition pick competition yep. that they do. ESPN, NFL, they all all these guys do it. So pretty simple rules. Like I said, each week we pick our picks for the whole slate of games, and then we pick one lock, which is a team that we think is like a guaranteed win, like they're just going to beat up on the opponent. Guarantee it. <laughs> eat the W. To eat That's the W. I, That's what I'm calling it. And then we pick one upset, which is a team that is – uh, not favored uh, by betting wise by, by yeah, a spread. By, by a Even spread. though we're not picking spreads, but we will go by like you yeah. know, uh, like like in um, what am I thinking of the Denver game? Denver versus Jacksonville. Like obviously Denver's favored. Yeah. So if we pick Jacksonville as our upset special, obviously yeah, exactly. So for it to be our upset, they have to be yeah. losing in the spread. And it's just one. We're only picking one guarantee and one upset, no matter what. Yep. So then, there's a couple where, like you had said, where you had picked the underdog, but didn't make them your upset special. There's only yeah, yeah, exactly. There's only exactly. one, one and one to use. So it's pretty simple. We get one point for each game that we pick correctly, and then we get two points if we get our lock correctly, and we get two points if we get our upset correctly. So. We, of course, didn't talk about these last week because we just thought of the idea kinda, yeah. last week. 
But for our picks, I picked Bucks as my lock, Colts, Jaguars, Eagles, football team, Bills, Lions as my upset. Wow, I was wrong on that one. Almost. Vikings, Panthers, Titans, Browns, Dolphins, Broncos, Packers, Rams, Raiders. And that gave me a total point of eight because I got two for the Bucks and then I got six other games correct. Didn't get my upset correct, so that's a zero. Of I think we both missed our upset this week. Yep, and then as for Callen's picks, he picked Bucks, Colts as his upset, Jags, Falcons, football team, Bills, 49ers as his lock. So it was ironic that my upset was his yeah, lock. Because we did this at different times. I did mine from home. Oh, yeah, we had no and So we had no, yeah, this. just. <laughs> and then he also picked Vikings, Panthers, Titans, Chiefs, Pats, Giants, Packers, Rams, Raiders. And he finished with seven points because he got his 49ers lock and got five of the matchups correct. Oh, so I'm actually up by one point right oh, now, which, by is, one. What which one did is you kind hit of a miracle. I, missed? Uh, I hit Eagles, you picked Falcons. Oh, I did. Uh, but you hit Chiefs when I picked Browns, mm -hmm. then I hit Dolphins when you picked Pats, and then I hit Broncos when you picked Giants. So that was the differences right there. I'm surprised a lot of those West Coast teams went on the road and won. Which is was crazy to see. I, I noticed one of that the a lot of... one of the oldest betting sayings, whatever phrases, is that you never trust a West Coast team going to the East Coast to play a noon game. Yep, because Charges. it messes with the body clock so bad. Charges Which I'm sure guys are one of those. Yeah, are are you know used to it mostly. But I see where the theory is there. That's, oh yeah, definitely. that's got to be you know some some affects some. Yeah, I could definitely see that. So you just, not that you're like that, the East Coast team is guaranteed to win. That's just a game that you just don't even want to bet with because it's hard to guess what's going to happen there. And look, most most of the time, the, the East Coast teams do win when that happens. And I think the West Coast teams actually had a winning record this past week. It was. For the teams traveling from the West Coast to the East to play noon games. It was a weird mixture of like, boring by the numbers straight ahead like of course this team won and wow i can't believe that team won this week mm -hmm. it was a crazy mixture of crazy and normal like i mean if you look at some of the games you got the uh the panthers beat the jets which wasn't too much of a surprise but that was the sam darnold upset game or revenge game mm -hmm. rather so that was kind of cool Bengals beat the Vikings was pretty well an upset. I guess that's maybe in a Vikings fan opinion. It might be different. I, I thought ways, the Vikings but... would win. That. I mean, I thought I think Cincy will be better this year, but I thought that the way the Vikings had retooled their defense and all that, that, that Cincy would have been a good opponent to start against. And yeah, and as we talked about already with the Saints beating the Packers, wasn't a huge upset, but the way, the way it, it was done was quite was... an upset. And then the only game I see that's really worth talking about, other than maybe the Steelers beating the Bills, was pretty crazy. But because they got shut out in the first half, the Steelers, then, the Steelers do have a pretty good roster. Did they score twenty unanswered? It was something. twenty to ten or something like that. Was, I can't remember. I didn't get to watch much of Pittsburgh the game. Pittsburgh was, was shut out in the first half. Like I know that Buffalo owned that first half. T.J. Watt just took over. Like I've never. He, he got his contract halfway through the game. I was like, all right, I guess I'll play well. That's about what happened, apparently. But other than that, the only game that I really see that's worth talking about was the Raiders-Ravens game, which the Raiders won, which I'd say if it wasn't for the Ravens missing half their teams to injury would be a pretty huge upset. 
But I'd say with the injuries the Ravens have, that was a pretty winnable game for the Raiders. But the way it was done the way, was a again, cluster. The way it happened. Um, I, I didn't see a lot of it. I worked till 8 that night, so I'd already missed the start of it. And, but I saw bits and pieces. Didn't Baltimore start out 14 nothing? Yeah, they came out to a hugely yeah. dis- like early, like yeah. within the first quarter, it was fourteen nothing. Yes, I watched the the game itself. Like the regulation game was a pretty well matched, even game. But the overtime, the overtime, is the overtime went, was went just insane. I'm not going to explain it all because it'd be kind of hard to explain and really give justice <laughs> right. to over verbal. But I highly recommend you go and look up that overtime because it was crazy and it was hilarious. Many mess-ups by Gruden, mess-ups by Lamar throughout the game and in overtime. It was it was just an insane game. Probably one of the biggest mixtures of crazy and confusing to an ending <laughs> I've ever seen in a game. So. I don't know. I watched that Packers-Seahawks fail Mary game. Well, that was just stupid. That was nothing. <laughs> Even that... from a Vikings fan, I'll admit that that was just dumb. The fact that they called that a I know. touchdown. I know. Or... That's in the past. It but yeah, you can't, you can't really tell. look back on that. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, highly recommend looking that game up. It is worth the watch. So now that we kind of went through week one really quick, it's now, of course, time to talk about week two. So the week two slate of games starts tonight. We are recording this on Thursday mm-hmm. with the Giants versus the Redskins. Or, I do that so much. They need to. I feel like once they change their name to an actual name, I'm gonna do a lot. Better. I don't know. Football team just. I seems just weird. don't want to say they're not soccer. I've started clubs. saying WFT, but then I get mixed up in my head and say like WTF sometimes. <laughs> so. <laughs> They just right. need to get an actual name. I, they'll, I think next year they'll have one. I hope they do. I mean, I get where the football team thing comes from because it's like a soccer thing. Like, that's what soccer clubs do. And yeah. Real football clubs. Football uh, teams. You would. Uh, but I like the, you know, all of them have city and then team nicknames. I don't really care what it is. Just pick some. Yeah, exactly. Like They narrowed it down to some Hell, Cleveland number. already did. The Indians. Now they're the Guardians. Yeah, they did theirs immediately. Yeah, which is what. Which actually, it's funny because it almost looks simple. I mean, the writing, they they hardly changed anything. Because they they, didn't really need to. No, the writing of Guardians is the same as Indians was, and they just took away the Chief Wahoo, and replaced it with a G. Yeah, yeah, Washington or C. I think they're a red C now. But they need to be the beards and just have a picture of Ryan Fitzpatrick's outline. Fitz Magic's. Poor that, Fitz. That, he broke his hip. That would be a hell of a name. The he, Beards. I kind of like that. He broke his beards. hip. Yeah, I know he did. It's sad. But I I mean, I've said it on the podcast that I thought Taylor Heineke was going to take <laughs> I didn't think it's, we it's won. Nothing, it's nothing against Fitz Magic. I just think Taylor Heineke has a better chance of taking that team far. Because, <laughs> sorry Fitz, but... You've never taken a team far. You've never won a playoff game. Don't know if he's ever even been to a playoff game. So. Did the Dolphins get in? Last year? Yeah. No. Oh, they didn't? Oh. No. They were like the ninth seed or something. So, yeah. So, let me restart. The gate Week 2 starts tonight with the Giants-Washington football team mm-hmm. on Thursday Night Football. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. And then you got Raiders-Steelers, 49ers-Eagles, Texans-Browns. Broncos, Jags, Saints, Panthers, Rams, Colts, Bills, Dolphins, Pats, Jets, Bengals, Bears, 
Falcons Bucks, Vikings Cardinals, Titans Seahawks, Cowboys Chargers, Chiefs Ravens, and Lions Packers on Monday Night Football to close it all out. Mm -hmm. So I cannot believe I got through that without yeah, tripping over good. one of those names. That was pretty so good. So we'll, we'll just probably go visit each game and give a little quick, give our pick. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give a quick explanation, quick, just to kind of, for the future. This will not be like this every week. We are actually kind of playing with video this week, adding video to our podcast. Mm -hmm. We're expanding. We're expanding out booming. a little bit. We're going to move over to YouTube, hopefully. And kind of get have some a video. YouTube and a Spotify. So I, I make I make little spreadsheets on Excel on Excel that show all the matchups and then our picks. So hopefully once we get videos, I can just pop that up on the screen, so I don't have to do the part where I read through each game. Right. <laughs> but for this week, we're still experimenting a little bit, trying to figure out how that's going to work and how we're going to format it. So I had to go through the games, but you know, mm -hmm. you just kind of got to. Well, a little refresher. Deal with it a little bit. So yeah. Start so with for tonight. my pick. I picked the Washington football team for tonight as and well I as I think Callen. I did too. Also picked the Washington uh, football team. I just It seems like Washington's got a hell of a team put together. They're a veteran-led group, it seems. I mean, even without Fitz. But, uh, I mean, R Rivera, Ron Rivera as a coach is obviously a veteran coach. Definitely, That's what I, yeah. morally what I meant. Veteran leadership. Uh, Joe Judge was a good coach last year. He seemed to – there's been a lot of off-season – Oddities, <laughs> very in, oddities is a good in, word in to describe. The NFC New York, and uh, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, I thought they would do better against Denver, and they didn't. I mean, I, I mean, just got destroyed. I thought they'd win because without Bradley Chubb, even right, and they Saquon, still just got destroyed. Did, did, did Saquon play? Saquon got like ten carries. He I did think. play a little yeah. bit, which uh, they just need to let him rest or let him go. Right. Out. Don't don't, don't the sit there and, and yeah and ease him in or yeah. put him on a snap. Count. Maybe for this week, but I think, or sorry, maybe for last week, but I think for this week they just need to let him go full bore, mm -hmm. or they need to just sit him, especially against a good defense like Washington. Mm -hmm. I think they should just sit him for this week, really <laughs> yeah. let him heal. Washington, and that's the other and thing. Is, let him go is, next that's week. what's led me to to lean towards the football team is that their defense I think will just just be bullying. Danny Dimes yep, all definitely. night. Defense did not give the greatest showing against Herbert, but I mean they held a pretty de decent offense to twenty. They did, so. yeah, and they you know they lost Fitz midway through the game, so they kind of had to switch. I don't know how much of the philosophy really changed, but for the defensive side, probably not much. But you know, losing your quarterback affects everybody mm -hmm. a little bit. And so now they've I had the whole week. That. Now they know Fitz is gone. They have the whole week to prepare with Heineke. Heineke looked good against Tampa. Heineke always looks good, dude. Even the preseason uh, games with the Vikings in like 2016 and 17, he looked good. Scary Terry might have had the catch of the year already. I you saw that, that catch. That was insane, <laughs> dude. The fact that the corner he didn't was, even get a hand on he it. He was parallel to the ground. I've never seen anybody do that. It was the craziest thing. I thought the corner was going to pick it. If not, yeah, he swatted it. I thought he did. It's like it... The ball literally looked it was like a it teleported it, into it his hand. Glitched. Yeah, it was. I thought it. I was always like that damn Madden glitch when the ball. Yeah. I, oh shit! No, that really it, does oh, happen. That's a real life. <laughs> damn! <laughs> didn't realize Madden was so accurate. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that that They're might not, have. Not, we cannot give Madden that much. No credit. credit. I don't know if you've played. Madden this Madden year's. Madden gets no credit. I have not played this year's because I've just heard it's awful. Really? There's teams. So when you're playing franchise. 
And like if you play a game, you know, like usually if you play a franchise mode, you usually win most of the games. Yeah. So a team, so a player was actually recording on Twitch or something. He played a game, won it, simulated the rest of the week, and then his game was a loss. Really? The score changed after the game was over. It was like a little bug in the game. Like so, it's like you guys aren't even testing your game so, to make sure that there's nothing like that happening. I don't get it because like. It's such a... They've already established the format. It's not like they're making a new game every year. They keep the same crap every year. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't change anything. They just update the graphics a little bit and put in new players and names. Right. So I don't understand how they continuously get new bugs every year. There's no reality to it. It's the same plays. It's the same playbooks. You know, there's... 10 turnovers it, each team by a, each game. NFL chain NFL teams change their playbook by week right. most of the time. And Madden hasn't changed that base playbook that it has for since like 2005 like or 4, since, yeah. yeah. So, so <laughs> I just I don't get it. And teams do not if your quarterback runs the ball and gets past the line of scrimmage and gets hit, it's a fumble. He will not fumble every time. It's not real life. They fumble more often, but not every maybe time. a little more often. But every time, when when Jameis ran that ball against New Orleans, against the Green Bay, and they we actually hit him, I was honestly like hit stick because he'll fumble, but he didn't. <laughs> I was playing like, Madden. I know how this goes. Like, damn it! Actually, here we go. Here's a fun little tie back into the Week One schedule. The only quarterback that actually might fumble every time he passes the line of scrimmage. Is Daniel Jones of the Giants, <laughs> which is one of the biggest reasons that I'm picking the Washington football team. Mark my words, the first game that Daniel Jones actually goes without fumbling, past the line of scrimmage or behind it in the pocket, the Giants win. First time well, he, he goes small without hands? fumbling. I don't know, he just fumbles everything, huh. dude. I know that's one of the things. Like if your your hand can't completely grip the ball, it's obviously easier to He had one huge momentum changing fumble against the Broncos because they were like up seven to zero or something. Oh, or tied it was on the same time at the one Packers point. game, so I didn't see it. It was a close game for a while until the very end the Broncos really pulled away with it. But he had a at least one huge momentum changing fumble against them, so it's just what he does is fumble. That's, yeah, as soon as you get him, you get you hit him, and especially now Washington's front, you're basically playing about the same defensive defense and talent wise, with that front seven of Washington, oh, the front even, seven of Denver, probably even better, maybe even better, especially considering that front four. Considering Bra- Bradley Chubb wasn't playing right. for the Broncos that game, True. I'd say better definitely. Yeah. So yeah, now you're playing a better front seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's going to be... And is it in New York or Washington? It is in Washington, uh, too. Oh, seeing that, too. You're, boy, I don't know. Damn, it I should have seems... made that my... If it wasn't a divisional game, I should have made that That's the only that thing. Is that division games are never... They're never certain. That's for sure. The, those divisional games can swig either way. It's mm-hmm. so annoying. Never matters on the record on those games. Next game, Raiders-Steelers. Cal and I both pick Steelers. If you'd already noticed probably a little bit from last week, and you're going to notice this week, Cal and I pick a lot of the same teams. We have teams. a similar For the fact that we like different teams and like different play styles, did, kind of. did these picks, did again, them separate. separately. I did mine last <laughs> night when I got home from work, so. We have a lot of the same <laughs> picks, so it's kind of crazy. I, but The only thing about this, so you got Vegas coming off a short week, and this is another game where it's the West Coast team. Going to the East Coast, 
to play a noon game. And coming off a short week. I know those are just like kind of like what are, what are we gonna look at? like variables, you know. Like yeah, just, but those variables stack but, up huge. Right. I mean, they you know it, they mean nothing and they mean something. Yeah. If that makes any sense, like. <laughs> I'm gonna give Steelers. I'm gonna give Steelers the win. I know I didn't give them the win last week, but that was kind of a shocker that the, they beat the. Bills. I thought I Buffalo really would be a lot better. I'm gonna give Steelers like. A six and zero, seven and zero record, just because they always start off the season so hot. But then past like week ten, I don't think I'm gonna give another win in the rest of the season. So that's pretty much the only reason I picked the Steelers. I think I think, and they seem to really click in that second half. I think the reason, reason I think the reason why they always start so hot and then end so badly is Yusa has a joke, but I think they get tired. They're such an old team. I remember seeing some sort of matrix that showed. Like on a big graph, like with the x-axis being the, or sorry, the x-axis being the age of the defense and the y-axis being the age of the offense. And the Steelers were like highest on both of those. They had by far the oldest uh, offense and then one of the oldest defenses. Really? Yeah. So I, you said it as a joke, but it kind of made me realize. uh, Offensive line and Ben, obviously. They might actually just get tired by the right. end of the year. But Especially they do have the ben. young guys. They got Juju and now Najee Harris. and Najee did not look good, Deont- surprised me. Deontay Johnson. Deont- one of them got hurt, though. They got, they got rid got of Washington, James Washington, and Deontay Johnson got hurt. Deontay Johnson got hurt. So now they just have Chase Juju Claypool and Chase Claypool. is a freaking baller. Dude, he's so good. Oh, man. That dude, I don't... I think that his knack is that he he just balls. You know yeah, what I mean? He's just good. He's he's he just really bigger, he's routes, stronger, he really, he's more athletic. Right. He just goes out and plays. He's a perfect Steelers player. I don't know if he would fit anywhere else. Because obviously, like if he was in Green Bay, Rodgers wants his guys to run the routes right. Run. You know, yeah. it's all about timing and preciseness. Claypool, I think, kind of does his own thing, and then just, just he'd fit in. Balls he'd out. fit in really well in like a Baltimore. Or mm-hmm. Arizona, somewhere with a true running quarterback, yep. scrambler. Yep. Because that's that's the knack. what that is. When yeah. you have a guy like Kyler Lamar, like I said with Arizona or Baltimore, you need to be able to do your own thing because mm-hmm. route running isn't that important. And once your quarterback's with, outside of the pocket, route running doesn't matter. Even anymore. with Ben, I don't think Ben is all about his timing and preciseness yeah. on that. Well, because he's always been able to rocket it, but mm-hmm. getting up there in age. That elbow, that arm in general, I don't know how much longer he's going to be able to do that. He's already played a little bit longer than I thought he would. I thought he Definitely. would retire a little while ago. I but. agree. He outlasted everyone in that 04 class, that crazy quarterback class. Oh, yeah. Yep. The Rivers Eli is gone and Rivers Eli's gone. And Cutler. Cutler? Oh, I forgot was, Cutler was in that 04 class. Wasn't he? Maybe. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm not positive on that, but I'd agree. I think that sounds right. But yeah, all of those sack factors just stacking up against them. And I think the Raiders, I think the Steelers right now, because of the Ravens' injuries, are a better team than the Ravens. And they had to rely off of pure insanity to outlast the Ravens I just, in Las Vegas. And now they're going into Pittsburgh. I just thought... Just too much stacked up against them. I actually them. thought the Raiders would actually win more... More, um, more, more like do- conclusively. Conclusively, yeah. yeah. I agree. Uh, because I so too. it was the first game where fans were allowed in Allegiant Stadium. 
That's a big stadium. So, right, I thought that all the energy and the hype, you know, like it would be with the Raiders. You Which know? it was definitely and it, there. And it was it's there. I the could tell. There. But, yeah, I thought that it would be more. Uh, and more I mean. The, um, Jesus, I can't think of the word. Wow, we're both struggling. Yeah. Get ready. It's going to be a struggle <laughs> boss of an episode. But I just, I think it's crazy. God, they just rely on Darren Waller so much in that offense. What, do you have 19 catches? No, he had. He only had 10 catches, but yeah, he targets. had like 19, 19 or 20 targets. targets. That's what it was. And he barely passed 100 yards off of the 10 targets. He had that super clutch touchdown <laughs> yeah. at the end. That was a really nice move. Uh, did you see where at the end, or Gruden's post-game interview, where he said Waller was the best player he's ever coached? Dude, he might be. That guy's good. He coached Charles Woodson and Brett Favre. Yeah, isn't Gruden more of an offensive guy, though? Yeah. Well, yes. So he didn't, he didn't really coach yeah he did woodson that much if you're the head coach you're coach well, yeah but you know you have your... and he was the head coach of that tampa team and those two with won the super bowl i feel like zimmer doesn't really coach kirk cousins that much because he's such a defensive oriented coach well no so. that's because if you ask uh everson griffin he didn't even want he cousins, didn't even want cousins so. <laughs> it's so funny that everson's back after that it makes me laugh he's still on your practice squad no he played Oh, he did play? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, saw he, he was re-signed to the practice squad after he was released. No, we lo- our practice squad's like a roller coaster, dude. <laughs> we had Sean Mannion and Amir Abdullah come up, and Emerson Griffin. And then Amir Abdullah and Sean Mannion went back down into the practice squad, and we'll probably bring them back up for this week's game. I like that. I like that you're, calling, you're able to call up the practice squad guys. Yeah, I do too. And protect some, and just adds more flexibility to the roster. Yeah. Right, well, moving on past that, we got the 49ers-Eagles, and I thought I was kind of picking an upset, but again, Cal and I both picked the same team. We both have the Eagles winning that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Niners starting running back Where he is out, start, out for, is the out for the season. Uh, their other linebacker, not Fred Warner, Greenlaw. Dre Greenlaw. Had knee surgery today. He's out four to six oh, weeks. Oh, I didn't know that, really? Yeah. That sucks. He had a really good game mm-hmm. against he the had Lions. That pick. He had that pick six. Yep. Uh, so he's out. And again, I think I've said this 20 times already now, but I'll say it one more. Sound like I feel like Dan Deardorff on the water boy. <laughs> you know, it's the last game of the year, Brent. Can't hold anything back now. Oh, yeah, when he says that. Yeah, we know, we know. This is a West Coast team going to the East Coast to play an East Coast game at a noon time zone. The noon time zone. Well, you just said, though, that didn't work very well for you last and it week. It didn't work, but so now I think it'll go the other way. I bet all the East Coast teams win now. Yeah. And this one's a real tough. This is San Francisco going to Philly. That's, that's a big, basically that's a coast big to coast. The other one. At least Vegas and Pittsburgh are a little bit more... Well, Los Angeles to Washington, D.C. was a pretty big one. Yeah, I was, I was surprised. That, and I noticed that that game changed after Fitz went out. Yeah. I think that L.A. just jumped on that momentum of them. I don't know. Fitz it just seems like a guy that people like to play for. He gets guys going. I don't know. Yeah. He seems like just another seems fun, like such a good fun guy. funny yeah. guy. When he came out in that... The yeah, thing the, with his chain, yeah, he looks like goddamn yeah. Conor McGregor. I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> that was funny. I forgot he did that. My reason for picking the Eagles, 
I just don't like the Niners. <laughs> I don't know. So why. yeah, the Niners. I think Jimmy Garoppolo ever since that Super Bowl when he just played so bad through that whole playoff run, I haven't been able to trust him since that. The Eagles looked way better last week. Jalen Hurts looked really and really Hurts. I, I know Sirian, Sirianni's a, a good offensive coach. I don't know who's running their defense. If this becomes a shootout, I don't know. I would lean more towards San Francisco than if it's becoming a shootout, but. I think if Philly can keep Garoppolo shut down and get out to a lead and force force Garoppolo to play from behind, I think that Philly will have it in control. I know the Falcons are a very inconsistent team, but God, they just kind uh, of they, dominated I, the Falcons in all yeah. aspects. Even when their defense went up against... I picked the Eagles last week, but when their defense was going up against new and improved... Falcons offense with that shiny new Kyle Pitts toy mm-hmm. and Matty Ice and Calvin Ridley and all that. I got kind of nervous, but man, their defense really showed up. And like I already said, Jalen sure that offense looked good. Who was going to, you know, how well Philly's defense was going to play. I thought the Atlanta's offense with Matt Ryan would be a little bit more consistent and established. They looked more like the, the new team, the young, you know, team learning to build chemistry whereas philly looked like the team they'd been together for years so i've already heard some takes that are like oh uh they miss julio they need julio julio played like garbage for the titans and i don't think julio he got was the reason scolded that. by april because he? he got that personal foul penalty oh i forgot about that i did see something which about was that. a that was just that was bush league I mean, you can't this long in the league. You're pulling that shit. Yeah, that's that's the question. At that time in the game, it isn't like it was the start of the game. It was a very. It was in the fourth quarter that he did that. Yeah, yeah, that was a rough game for the Titans. We'll start flying through these a little faster. Try to. I know, especially <laughs> on the ones that we picked the same person. As for the Texans-Browns game, Cal and I both have the Browns, and we both have that as our lock, even. We both picked that Over as our Houston? Lock. I know. I was, I was telling you last night, after looking at it, it's like, it's almost too safe of a lock. Yeah. Cleveland coming off a close loss to a great team. Should have probably won it, but Chiefs are tough. Yeah, Houston coming up to Cleveland. You got another West Coast. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> the no. West Coast to East Coast. Yeah, this one's, this one's a South going to the North. It doesn't have the same effect. But Houston, I don't know. I didn't think they'd win a game all year. They've already won one. It's They're literally playing with the playground group of the leftovers. I must say, Tyrod and the Houston we Texans looked good did say that Tyrod Taylor was going to be the number one quarterback. But, I mean, all I'm going to say about this game is here's their chance. If they really want to show that they're going to be a half-decent team, and who would have thought, chance. if you had told me four years ago that <laughs> week two, Houston's got to prove themselves by going into Cleveland and beating them. I've been like, what? What, Desha- what for the but, first overall pick? or but, what? But Deshaun Watson? But Deshaun Kaiser? Yeah. What? How does that? <laughs> it's 20, in the battle of Deshaun? 2017, yeah, it would have been. No, it's not. Back in it's 2017, not. it would have been Deshaun Kaiser. You're not going to believe this. It's going to be Baker Mayfield versus Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod won the starting job in Cleveland? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> he won it in Houston. <laughs> Oh my god, Just it's like four short years ago. Think how different. So what's the new show on the Disney Plus with Marvel, the what if series? Oh yeah, Marvel's what if. This I, is like yeah. a what it if is episode, kinda, dude. Yeah. What the heck? 
if this would have came out in 2017, people would have laughed in your <laughs> face, dude. Instead, I, it's a prime matchup of an early. I mean, it's early in the season, obviously, but this is a good. Like you said, if if Houston can win this one, they become like playoff contenders. Cleveland's in my good. Opinion. I don't care what anybody says. Cleveland is a good, talented Cleveland's team. Cleveland's a very good. Team. And if they're able to put it all together on the field, is a different story. But the talent is definitely there. Oh, I already had a few Chiefs fans. Ooh, you see that Mike Hughes interception? Oh, my God. Bro, Mike Hughes for the Vikings in his first game of his rookie season had a pick six, a clutch mm-hmm. pick six. Don't I don't think he got another interception his entire career with the Vikings. He had one more. I know. He I picked, don't want to hear anything. He had one other one because he picked off Rodgers in the dome. I don't want to hear anything. All I know because I was, it was like right in front of me. So, yes, he, he did have two picks. I can I can tell you he had, Mike had two for the Vikings I've already at heard, the least. I've heard Mike Hughes' name more times from Chiefs fans already than I did the entire time he's with the Vikings. So. Isn't that just how that goes? Like, it's he's only, not going to be good. It's the only play he'll make all year. Exactly. He's not going to be good. Moving on past that, we got the Broncos-Jags. We both picked Broncos. Not much to say there. Not, Pretty obvious why uh, we're picking Broncos. Uh, Urban Meyer looks in over his head. Trevor Broncos Lawrence. look like a decent team all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So, Teddy Two Gloves. Teddy Two Gloves. How, how long have I been saying that Teddy was one of the your best quarterback? Look at how well options. he did with. Well, he just needs a defense, right? If he has even a top fifteen, top ten defense, he's going to be a good quarterback. Yeah. Do I think that he has the talent to lead like a top five offense, like like Rodgers no. or or Mahomes? No, he's not like that. But like you said, he's if he has a solid team around him, he he's could gonna, be a great quarterback. He's going to manage the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. He played good. On to the Saints-Panthers divisional matchup here. We have different picks. Callan picked the Saints, and I'm sticking with my boy Sam Darnold. I picked the Panthers. I, mean, I think it's in Carolina. I think they came off a sloppy game versus the Jets. I think they're going to rebound well. And I think – I love Jameis, don't get me wrong. But I think the Saints aren't quite – what they looked like. I think the Packers had a really bad game more than the Saints had a really good game. So I, Uncle Monty, and I don't know where he got this, if it's from him or if he got this from someone else, but he always would tell me, you're never as bad as you look when you're getting blown out, and you're never as good as you look when you're blowing out, blowing out the other team. So yes, I don't. I've never heard him I say don't, that, but I, I agree. I don't yes, think that Green time. Bay is is as bad as three points. And I don't know if the Saints are as good as 38 points every game. However, this is a team that will be on the road for the first month of the season, the Saints. So they're all traveling together. They got all their families. They were talking about this, how all this this team is really bonded because they brought families with, they brought do- you know dogs, you know pets, yeah. so that everybody can kind of feel comfortable. Everybody can be together because you know there's no. Uh, Superdome right now. Yeah, yeah. They're using the Saints, it. Yeah. To... They're at the uh, whose stadium are they practicing at? So uh, one of the Texas teams. I can't remember which one exactly. Is it Dallas? I think it's Dallas. I, I think, think it's, it's the Cowboys yeah. practice stadium. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, because they got to use the Superdome to shelter all the black people in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's what they that did was, during Katrina. That was a ballsy. That was a ballsy <laughs> statement right there. And that's what they did so during much, Katrina. So why the, the real reason we're going to YouTube is because Anchor just kicked us off. So <laughs> see us on I YouTube. I debated whether to say that joke in my head. I was like, I was like, uh, I was like uh, for a second, I was like, damn, did I just mishear it? Yeah. That was pretty. No. 
Because that's the, that's the thing they did. They put them. Okay, and <laughs> moving on. Oh, one more quick note on that. Notice that's not my upset. So moving on to the Rams-Colts game, we again picked different teams, which is rare for a back-to-back thing. I picked the Rams, and Callan, again, just like last week, picked the Colts. I'm going to go with the Colts one more time. I think that Wentz maybe was, you know, obviously didn't play at all in the preseason, anything like that. Maybe he had a little rust to shake off. Rust to shake off, uh, offense to learn. The, at game they, they looked better as the game went on. Got It got, I mean, if you watch the game, Seattle won it, you know, oh, by yeah, the yeah. fourth quarter. But... So it looked closer than it was, but because Indy was able to at least put some things together and play well, it's like okay, maybe there's you know just needed to build up some chemistry for a little bit. Uh, Seattle was way more explosive on offense than I thought they'd be. I mean, I just I didn't I don't know. they didn't have much they don't have much of an offensive line. They never do. I never expect nope. them to be an offensive juggernaut, and then they sometimes have games where they are, and it's like well, it's just. It's really Russell Wilson. It's not even the whole, like, let Russ cook thing where they don't give him enough no, opportunities. Russ is just that good he, of a quarterback. He's that good, but then he also has times where he just really drops off. And we saw that the whole second half of the season last year. Right, he was the MVP through six games, which I know is yeah. one of the stupidest things. And... <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. It's very true. It's, I remember if the season ended today. Yeah. Like, I, I took the Rams in this one. They, of course, have one of the best defenses in the league, headed by Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. I think the offense is night and day with Stadford at quarterback. And granted, it was against a Bears team who had a lot of mistakes, not even just bad plays, but just true mistakes, blown coverages. So, but he looked very good against the Bears. He's got a great receiving core there. Van Jefferson's getting a lot of uh, reps that I saw, he got a few targets, one being that long ball touchdown. That was a really good throw and catch. But with it being in Indianapolis, not going to lie, I could easily see the Colts coming back and taking this one too. Mm-hmm. I just picked the Rams. So moving on, we got the Bills at the Miami Dolphins. And we again both agreed back to agreeing and took the Bills. I thought, I think they'll it's win a this fluke. one again. It's I a think fluke. that was a fluke deal, like just like the Packers game. Buffalo and Green Bay are both looked at as one of the top five teams in the NFL. Neither one looked like it week one. Nope. Uh, I've I've already seen overreactions that Josh Allen is going back to 2019 form. I need. I mean, I I could kind of see that happening, but I need more than a one game sample right. size. Like it, you just can't go there already. And it's a good defense there in Miami. So. He can really prove himself here. We'll see if he's good. Because it's in Miami. Yes. Now he's going on the road to win a division game. To a divisional game. See, yep. that's. I think that would be a statement. That'd be a good statement, really, for either side. Oh, big time for either if side. If Miami is able to, you know, protect the castle and. I said it most of last year. Said it all through the preseason, and I'll say it again for Week One. I just don't think two is the future in Miami. I still don't. He looked sloppy. Yeah. He looked sloppy. Don't get me wrong, he can turn it around, he got his team the win, but I just think he looks sloppy. So moving on to the Patriots at the Jets, again, a divisional game. And here is finally my upset. I took the Jets, baby. I think Zach Wilson is a much better quarterback than Mac Jones overall. I think 
they just went. I think the Panthers are better than people are giving them credit for. So with that being a close game like that, I think the Jets are, of course, in correlation, mm -hmm. better than people are giving them credit for. I agree with that. That defense looked pretty decent. Zach Wilson looked good when he wasn't completely running for his life, and now they lost Mekhi Becton too, which is a huge blow because mm -hmm. that was a very good left tackle. But I don't know. I'm just, like you always call it, feeling an upset special on this one. Callan, why did you take the Pats as your pick? Well, because uh, of Mac Brady Jones. <laughs> and obviously, I just think New England's got a better team built around him than the Jets do, especially now that they've lost Becton. Yeah. Uh, the Pats have always owned the Jets for decades now. It just seems to be how it goes. It's true. And, it's been a long time. And New England didn't look terrible against uh, against Miami. I thought Mac Jones did all right. You know, I tell you what, so I don't know if you saw it when Mac Brady Jones tossed his first touchdown, he he refused to keep the ball. You know, and, and then the post game interview, they asked him, he said, I don't want the first one. It's like, I want the, the 300, the 400, you know, like, like thinking ahead, he wants the next one. You know? I like that. I love a and, good mentality like that. And after that press conference, he immediately went back to uh, New England or wherever, Foxborough, and started studying film on the Jets. So I, like, I, I like that mentality. Dude, dude's just, I think I think he's just going to work hard to get himself. I can't get on that Mac Jones train, dude. I just can't do it. I, you know, Love I, a good I have a theory. Mentality. He's I have a, a theory that boy. he went to Belichick and he said, what What did Brady do? How did, how did Brady go from a sixth-round pick to a, the greatest of all time. And I'm, I'm guessing... This, Belichick I said I stacked teams around him. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Belichick said he literally outworked everyone. He was here at 5 a.m. every day, first one in, last one out. He had literally... He would watch film after games of the next opponent. I mean, once the game's over, there's no need to look at... You know, you'll go over what happened at meetings. If you want to, you know get better on your own time you got to watch film of the next opponent and you know learn from them or watch last week or whatever like okay here's where i went wrong here's where i missed this but i like that looking at the immediately yeah. just scouting he I, immediately went and watched i think he watched the jets dolphins game i i like that hearing a little bit of respect from me or i mean I just, sorry the jets panthers game. i can't I he can't. went he watched the jets panthers i, game I just can't game. get with him i can't do it yet Give me to like midseason. Maybe I'll start kind of rethinking it if he plays really well, but just can't do it yet. Moving on to the next game, we got the Bengals going to Chicago to face the Bears. Callan and I both picked the Bengals, and Callan marked it as his upset, which is a little shady in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, but we I, talked they, about this they, last night. The Bears are favored, so I'll give it to you. The I'll Bears are favored, and I can't believe it because I didn't think they looked good at all Sunday night. I thought that. Uh, Montgomery obviously has looked very well. I will Montgomery say that. looked good. But I think that McVeigh wanted was McVeigh made it to where if the Bears were going to beat him, it was going to be Andy Dalton that beats them. You can let Montgomery run for 100 yards and a touchdown. If your quarterback isn't able to throw the ball when it's third and 14, longer than 10 yards, we're going to take that. And just don't. I think Nagy's just. I don't know. It seems like he. He had it at first, and then he got figured out, like his coaching philosophy and style, and he's 
he's gone Coach Klein. He can't figure it out now. He lost his little green playbook. I don't know. <laughs> God, you're all in with the water boy. Oh, yeah, that's my second water boy, water boy reference. I didn't even realize that, huh? Yeah. I I just like the Bengals here. I watched that Vikings game, and we definitely shot ourselves in the foot a lot. But I'm not going to lie. The Bengals look really good, too. Jamar Chase figured out whatever his drop issue was. He played really well. He started well. practicing with an NFL ball. And I he guess, was like, dude. oh! Oh, this is what I had to do. <laughs> okay. I've been practicing with a college ball. But yeah, I think he looked really good. And so the the Bears killed me because I was I was all in agreement with them starting field or starting Dalton over Fields because I thought they're gonna sit, rest him, let him truly learn all aspects of the playbook. But then they put in an offensive package with Fields at quarterback. And then that was just so dumb to me because it killed me. Because my philosophy, well, my idea of what their philosophy is this whole time is that he wasn't going to get any reps. They're going to let him watch and truly develop. But now they're throwing him out there. So now like I Like the Niners did with Trey Lance. Well, I knew that the Niners would do it with Lance because they never locked in and got all pissy about starting to Garoppolo <laughs> right. like the Bears never named have. a QB1 like the Bears did on So Twitter. now they killed me. I don't know... I think at this, I know it's quite a flip-flop considering I was such a proponent of sitting fields, but if you're going to run packages with him, just start it. Just playing Because him. he's clearly, you got to go all in he's or not in at all. He's clearly the better quarterback. I if mean, they're going to run more than like one play a game with fields out there, then they need to just put him out there for good. Right. Because he is. He's better than Dalton already, right. in my it, opinion. The only thing I could see here is 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 Dalton just getting it together for the yeah. revenge game. I think, but he had that with Dallas last year. Yeah, I think that they could. I think that they put that money into Dolphin. Wow, <laughs> I think they put that money into Dalton, thinking there's no way in hell we're going to get an early round quarterback. And then their fields was at. I think they picked him out eleven, and they're like ten or eleven. And then yeah. they were like, "Okay, well now we got to And yeah. they went up and got him, which uh, was a great move. And but. the same thing happened when they did got Trubisky. They signed Mike Glennon to a huge three-year contract, which I mean, it was high high dollar for three years. Yeah. And then traded up to get Trubisky. And then I think now they're once bitten twice shy because then they like pretty much automatically started Trubisky, and look at what Trubisky was, but. Trubisky and Fields are two different players. Oh, that's yeah, that's two different quarterback so. styles altogether. So we'll see how much playtime Fields gets little, this week. We're talking about Trey Lance there. A little odd tidbit, since we I forgot to mention during that Niners-Eagles. The first two touchdowns the NFL season, one was Jalen Hurts to Jalen... Or uh, Jalen Hurts to... Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. And the second was a Trey Lance run. Yeah. So who would have thought now. that? That the first two touchdowns is going to be a touchdown catch by Devontae Smith, pretty much and a rookie a, to rookie, and then a run, yeah, time yeah, and then got, yeah, Hurts to uh, Smith Hertz got last, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I just I, I forgot I was going to mention that during the game and or during uh, our Niners Eagles pick. And For sake of time, we're not even talking about this one. Falcons at Bucks. We both picked Bucks. Uh, yeah, uh, the Falcons looked like they're the Bucks already. You know, mailed in the season. The Bucks are just going to win. Yeah, yeah. Tampa Bay. They're going to have to take a good quarterback next year. Yeah. Onto the Vikings <laughs> at the Cardinals. I picked the Vikings. I'm never going to not pick the Vikings, but I'm not going to sit here and lie. Callen picked the Cardinals, and I agree with him. I think being it's in, in Arizona. I think being too, in Arizona. It? Yeah. 
I mean, the Vikings love to do the crazy shit where we look like we're not even an NFL team one week and then look like Super Bowl contenders the next, but I just don't see it happening. Hey, maybe they get hyped for Pat Pete. I picked I picked up Chandler Jones this week in fantasy because Chandler Jones versus Rashard Hill is... <laughs> what do you have, three sacks in the first half? Five sacks, three additional tackles for loss, four additional total tackles, two of the five sacks were strip sacks. Two forced fumbles. Mm-hmm. He had one of the most insane games by an individual defensive player I'd ever mm-hmm. seen. I almost it, picked him up on fantasy. I, I had picked, him between him and and Joey Bosa. I picked him up this week. I, I mean, I think the Vikings kind of game plan for him. And oh we, yeah, we teams are in a game plan for him now. That's for sure. Well, but either way, game planning for him or not, there's going to be times where it's Rashard Hill. Our left tackle. You're going to have to leave because they got Watt on the other end. And he is winning that one-on-one. And, and Watt, 99% of Watt drew so. a lot of that attention away. I, so I could see where those two benefit off of each other. Yeah. So I picked Vikings because I'm a committed fan. Right. But well, I agree with let, you. I'll be, I, honest. I will, I'll be honest. I'll probably do the same thing for Green Bay each week. But, yeah, you know, uh, like I said, maybe they get hyped for Pat Pete. And, I'd love and to see like, it. And they're like, hey, you know what, guys? We look like shit I want to see week. Pat Pete get a pick We let the guy Tyler. who couldn't even catch a ball in the preseason go over 100 yards. Like, let's not let that happen. I don't care what the final score is. If I see Kyler throw an interception to Pat Pete at any point, I'm going to be happy with it. I bet it happens. It's, I bet it it's happens. Gonna, it's got to happen. Pat Pete. So, quick little note. Pat Pete was locked down, dude. He was on the yeah, field. Yeah, Breland was the guy that fucked up for He you. was on the field... Like high nineties to one hundred percent of the defensive snaps, and he allowed. PFF gave him like three catches for thirty yards, but then he said in an interview later that he only truly allowed himself watching film one catch for four yards, and he was out there pretty much one hundred percent of the defensive snaps. Yeah, game that situations is weird on how like uh, teams grade things differently and on what happens. The only it. thing I gotta say about that is because you brought up. Rashad Breeland getting so toasted. <laughs> Pat P also had safety help nearly 100% of the snaps. Well, that's because he doesn't leaving, have that Leaving Rashad Breeland with no safety help almost 100% of the game. So, I mean, I think Pat P looked a little better than he actually was. I think Rashad Breeland looked a little worse than it actually was. I think we maybe balance that out a little more. Because just because Pat Pete's older, he's not bad. He can still hold up one-on-one sometimes, just not always on an island like he used to be able to do. So Sims, Zims has just got to find Zims. Zim has just got to find that nice balance between the two of them. <laughs> Moving on to the Titans Seahawks in Seattle, a little bit of a surprise again. We both picked the Titans, which surprised me. I'm kind of rethinking that pick already. I already locked it in, so I'm gonna. The only thing it locked, I, is but... that Tennessee, obviously Julio Jones signing you know, trying to be a Super Bowl contender, they're going to look at this game as like, we got to win here. It's it's a statement game for them because they looked bad against Arizona. So they, if they even going back now up to Seattle, cause didn't Arizona go to Tennessee and win? I think so. I believe so. I mean, so, that's yes. just crazy. That's another West Coast Winning team that went to the East and a noon game. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down about your West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My, but I so, think the Titans are going to win because of that. I think that they're going to get it together, and Seattle's going to be all think they're all high and mighty because they always do. They always do. They yeah. always do. And then Tennessee's going to come in and just 
just punch them in the mouth and then they're just going to get up because that's what Tennessee has to get a lead. If you let Tennessee get a lead and Derrick Henry is able to start running the ball 15, 20, 25 times, it's over for you. Well, that's what I was going to bring up is I didn't realize how bad Derrick Henry looked in that game. Like not just stat wise, but he didn't look like the Derrick Henry of last season. No, he didn't. I think and it, it got me thinking. Like... This is actually from another source, a YouTube show that I watch called That's Good Sports. But the guy on it was talking about how each year of his career, Derrick Henry has had a huge incline in carries. And last year, he had 300 and I think he said 97 carries. That's just wow, wear and tear on the wheels there. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, in my opinion, this is a prove me game for Derrick Henry. And the other Seahawks have a decent defense, but nothing special. So, if he has an if he has another bad game against a decent defense like this. The only thing I can think of is that Henry knows that he's not going to play much when they get behind. And maybe he just kind of checks out. Just gave up, yeah. You know? I mean, I I, I saw it in in the Green Bay game. Obviously, I I know we go a lot back to the... But those are the games I pay the most attention to, obviously. Yeah. But when Green Bay got up, they hardly used Henry, and he just seemed checked out. Like, yeah, I know. They're not going to use me much because we're not up by 7 or 10 or 14. And then when he's using and playing and getting his adrenaline going, he's, he gets rolling, you know, and that's how he ends up with 200 yards when they're up 42 to 7, you know. Yep. All right, and then... I think this, that's what will happen this week. <laughs> next game, we got the Cowboys at the Chargers, and this is our final disagreement. I took the Cowboys and you took the Chargers. Why'd you take the Chargers? I'm kind of interested to hear this. Uh, I thought that they looked good to go and play Washington and outscore that defense. Uh, I thought Washington's defense was going to be really good, and I thought they would be able to shut them out a little bit more. Uh, and Herbert was able to get just enough to to get the victory. Kind of proved a little bit more to me. They looked a little better than I thought they would kind of deal. Now they're back home. Uh, and uh, I just think that... Do they play at SoFi? No. They don't? Yeah. Play. Yeah, 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 they yeah, do. The yeah. LA team. Sure. So this will be. I, their I first... literally almost call them the San Diego Chargers. That's how out of it I am. Today. So, <laughs> but yeah, so they'll be back home for their opening game in Sophie, SoFi. Sophie. Sophie. I don't know what I it's don't called. know what it is either. The new Rams Chargers I stadium. Think it's Sofi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be you know pretty electric for them. Uh, I know that a lot there's been a lot more Chargers fans starting to, you know get on the bandwagon especially with herbert while oregon fans are pretty herbert played pretty well mm-hmm. last week because herbert was a chargers fan so a lot of oregon fans are following yeah. so i just think that uh, the energy will be electric and they'll be able to get charged up for it i definitely see that charged up shut, shut up what was that little addition at the end <laughs> and what what you didn't even catch that they will be electric you didn't even catch that part Get get out of here. We're not I, done yet. I, I mean I mean the way the Cowboys kind of held their own and kept blow for blow with the Buccaneers, I think that Herbert's gonna toast that defense. Maybe not though, you know, that defense and, looked okay, but I think the offense is just gonna be see, too much they, for the Chargers. So they lost Lyle with. Collins. They died but to the yep. yep. But they will have Zach Martin back. They got Zach Martin back. Uh, but they lost both Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence on the end. Ooh, I did not yep, see that. Marcus Lawrence broke his foot yesterday, so he's out for like six weeks. Ooh, I and did not Gregory see that. And Gregory is rough. on the COVID list, so he might not play. 
That again, just like the Titans game, kind of changes my mm-hmm. outlook. But because I'm not going to change anything. There's not going to be that pass rush and pressure. I still kind of like them on both, the Chargers, to be honest. Even the though Cowboys they just played a team that specifies in defensive pressure, Washington. One guy that I noticed last week and that I want to point out this week is a Cowboys late round rookie draft pick. I think he's either in the fourth or fifth round. Uh, Osa, Ob. I don't. Even, I can't pronounce his last name. He's got one of the crazy last names, and I can't think of it right now. But he's a, he's a late round defensive tackle for the Cowboys that started last week and looked not too bad. So keep an eye out for him this uh, week. Oh, it's he came from UCLA, right? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, it's OSA is his first name. Osa. Osa. It's like Adazigwa. Ad- it starts with an O. Adazigwa. Yeah. I only know him because uh, when he was picking his college, it was between UCLA and Nebraska. Oh, so okay. my friend Mark, being a huge Nebraska fan, I, I sometimes I knew when I was with, living with Mark, I knew more about Nebraska than any any <laughs> team just because he'd he tell so me so much it, yeah. about it, and he do. So it was kind of interesting just learning about. I don't know so much now, but I remember that and how upset he was that he didn't get that guy because he was like a five star yeah, defensive so tackle. Keep an eye out on him. But I yeah, he's him talented. Ways versus the Chargers and UCLA for some reason is able to kick out defensive linemen. Defense in general, Eric, uh, Kendricks, Anthony Barr, Barr and Eric Kendricks uh, both came from UCLA. Who's the corner from UCLA? I can't remember. Oh, I can't but, think of it either. I think I know who you're talking yeah, about though. Um, and then Kenny Clark. Uh, there was another one. They got a lot of players. Detone and, Jones. And, like, recently, mm-hmm. like, not too long ago, like, the most recent player on the list we just talked out right there was Anthony Barr back in 2014. So, I fly through these last two games quick because they're both kind of gives me, give me's. We got the Chiefs Gimme's. at the Ravens. Cal and I, of course, both picked the Chiefs. I think the Browns are so much better of a team than the Ravens, and the Chiefs outlasted the Browns mm-hmm. in a Especially with, good game. Especially with so. the the. With the Baltimore injuries. not having any running backs besides Lamar Jackson. Literally. And Lamar Jackson might however, as well just... Dude, we, they might as well put in uh, Tyler Hudley and move Lamar Jackson so running back. They, I think that'd be the best I, I don't get this. They, they brought up Devontae Freeman off their practice squad. When they could have had the Le'Veon Bell revenge game. Because Le'Veon's on their, on their practice squad against the Chiefs. Remember oh, he said yeah, he would never he, play I for Kansas City again because of, because of Andy Reid? I forgot about that. So why wouldn't you want to call up this guy and be like, all right. Yeah, he's pissed. Stick it to well, him. Well, no, he made, his, he made his amends. Didn't he say something about how, like, Reid wasn't that bad? No. Or, oh, I no. thought he did. No, Andy Reid came out and said Oh, that. Andy Reid He said Le'Veon Bell. He's like, yeah, he's a good kid. Now, Which I bet Le'Veon Bell hates. Oh, right. You know I the way that you know, he was like him apart. Son of a bitch, you know. Because I bet... I would guarantee it that Andy Reid also hated Le'Veon Bell, but he knew if he came out and said that, it would be daggers to Le'Veon mm-hmm. and kill him. Yeah, Le'Veon, I don't know. It seems like Pittsburgh is the only place he really belongs. That's like where it's a player-ran team. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, yeah, that's 100% sure. But, yeah, pretty obvious on that one. So, I think, yeah, Kansas City just, you know, the defense is just good enough. With it being in Baltimore, I could see the Ravens kind of making it a game. Sunday night football. Yeah. Yeah, because it'll be in their head, the the Vegas game, especially if they get up. And the Chiefs Chiefs just have the Ravens numbers. And the Chiefs, most of the time, don't even start playing until the fourth quarter and still (laughs) win. So, that throw to Tyreek. Remember the old Mahomes memes like back in 2019 when he had just started? And it was just 
Tyreek down there somewhere and it's the picture of the person throwing something. Right. That was literally that 75-yard touchdown. He was running (laughs) out of bounds and it was like, I guess I'll try it. And just chucked it 50 yards and Tyreek caught it and that corner that was on him just flailed the other way. Like it was a force field or something when he caught it. Tyreek just had to turn around. It was insane. But final game of the week, Monday Night Football. We got the Lions at the Packers. And again, Cal and I both picked the Packers. They had a bad game, but they're not going to have another one. I can't. Boy. So, but all I'm going to say about the game is if the Lions come in to Green Bay Bay and win, come into Lambeau and win. I think I could see the the panic button getting hit early. I was going to say, you might. I won't. That's exactly what I was going to say. But because it's, again, it's early. I mean, it'll be shitty, but. As a Packers fan with this whole last dance narrative, Super Bowl final season. It's still. If you lose to the Lions week two in Lambeau, as a Packers fan, I might slap the panic button at that point. Not yet. Especially if Rodgers has it. Let's get Bakhtiari back. If it's a crazy shootout and you guys lose, maybe. Right, but if it looks like 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 it did against New Orleans, that would be more concerning. I don't see it happening, but. I I don't think so. Green Bay really is a good team. I mean, they're really, you know. I just I Again, don't know though, what I, happened down there. I know I've said this a few times, but the Lions Packers is one of those games that always come close, like so much closer than mm-hmm. you think. So I could like this is what I've said so many times is I could see it being a game, but I think the Packers win in any situation. I do too. I, I really uh, and in all honesty, I mean you're trying to take a a third, you know, an independent approach. Yeah, non biased. Yeah. Right. Uh I just it's in Green Bay, you know, home opener. That's huge. We're going to have a full capacity stadium, which we haven't had. Most teams haven't had, but this will be a, our first one, too. You know, uh, so I think it will be a lot of energy, Monday Night Football. Jamal Williams is coming back. He already said that he's going to play running back for Green Bay for one game. Because, <laughs> Dude, and, that's, I'm going to say, that's a scary tandem there in in uh, Detroit. DeAndre and DeAndre Swift Jamal. and Jamal Williams both balled out. The only thing about... Jamal's a great, a perfect complimentary piece. What? Well, yes, I definitely. I don't know if he could be the number one guy. But I in, think day in and day out, I really like. Could he spot start? Yes. Even but, even when they drafted him last year out of Georgia, the Lions, I really like DeAndre mm-hmm. Swift. I think he can be that number one, and that's what Jamal needs as a number one mm-hmm. to go with. So, and you know they already warned Rogers about Dan Campbell, and he promised to wear knee pads. So, <laughs> could you? Could, I can't wait for the first big time, like big name player, to get a knee injury against the Lions. <laughs> the narratives, the storylines are going to be amazing, dude. It's going to be oh. Dan Campbell mentally bites X whoever's names kneecaps. ACL, yeah, bites straight through his ACL. MCL. So I'm glad. I'm glad Rogers is paying attention because he knew to. He knew. He know knew to wear his kneecaps. Wear his knee pads. Shit. Okay. Yeah, we're cutting <laughs> it. We're wear his knee pads for the Detroit game Monday ne- night. Neither of us are mentally there today. <laughs> but that is our week two predictions. Of course, next week, hopefully, we will be on YouTube by next week. That would be awesome. Yeah. And we'll have a quick we'll week two our, recap and our week an three predictions. YouTube page. That would be awesome if we could get that up by next to. week. Yep, we're going to play with that this week, and hopefully, we'll get it up. We haven't 
no gotten any notices we've been canceled yet so i know we'll but this episode this... hasn't gone on there yet we'll have to see we'll have to see what they think oh, about the, the uh the, the metric or the, the dome the joke. super dome yeah, katrina super joke, dome joke. God, i mean they did i don't know if anybody remembers that but they did it was awful where's where's we can't be canceled yet we're too small once we get popular we gotta watch it but Everybody knows that was that was a bad deal with Katrina. It was. I really scared them over. I really Another. hope they're not doing that again. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> they're not quite as extreme yet, but they're kind of back in it with Ida. Okay, well, thank you all so much for listening. Like I said, it'd be awesome if we could see you on YouTube next week or if we could be on YouTube at all next week. We'll see. We'll get there. But until then, don't forget. Okay, we'll go back. I'll be prepared now to eat the W.